Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Hour two of the program. Your phone call's always welcome. Certainly on Monday, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. New York Giants and Saquon Barkley are on the clock. They have till 4 p.m. Eastern to agree to a long-term deal. DeAndre Hopkins says no to the Patriots, yes to the Titans, and that leaves Dalvin Cook as the other big-name free agent on the outside looking in. Kevin Hart taking the stage in Vegas for Reality Check, his first stand-up special in three years. Stream Reality Check now only on Peacock, which is where you can stream this show. You can download the app. And uh, we say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country as we are approaching 400 cities that carry this program. On a daily basis, Monday through Friday, gang's all here. Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, and yours truly. Chris Mad Dog Russo, MLB Network analyst, host, will join us coming up here in a little bit. Buster Olney was on the program a couple of days ago, and he said that there is a there, there's a surprise team. I don't think he even I don't think he phrased it that way or framed it that way. But he was talking about the usual suspects who would be interested in Shohei Otani. And then he goes, you know, here's a team to keep an eye on. And he said the Tampa Bay Rays. And I went, wow. They do have the farm system. Do they have the money for Shohei Otani? Well, Buster only works for Sunday Night Baseball. It was the Astros and the Angels. And here's Buster only talking to the Angels manager, Phil Nevin, during the game. The industry filled with all kinds of speculation, questions about whether or not the Angels will trade Otani before the deadline. What have your conversations with him been about when you've discussed that? Really with him, it hasn't come up. It's all business. We're focused on winning baseball games right now and getting back to where we were a couple weeks ago, and, and hopefully those rumors go away again. Okay, those rumors aren't going away, Phil. Not anytime soon. And I give Buster credit, your reporter, not the best time, optimum time, to get Phil Nevin to answer that. Almost has to be in a situation where there's a few other people asking questions about it. And then maybe you get a little bit of an opening there, and then you could get him to discuss it. But he's got about 15 seconds to answer that. He's watching the game, and all right, let me get rid of this question. Buster's asking it. We want to know an answer. I didn't think Phil Nevin was going to give us anything, and he certainly didn't. John Morosi, who covers the game, I think John's with uh, MLB 
Uh, network, Todd, Correct. is that right? Okay. It says, uh, the Angels are now in a listening mode with Shohei Otani trade inquiries, sources say. As I reported in uh, this MLB Network segment, suitors must be paired, prepared to offer multiple top 100-type prospects to begin the conversation. Okay, I don't know what they're in a listening mode. Are they in a trading mode is what I want to know. Yeah, I would listen. Of course I would listen. But am I going to act upon this? It sounds juicier than what it is. They're in a listening mode with Shohei Otani trade inquiries. Well, you wouldn't be doing your due diligence if you didn't listen. All right. Somebody going to offer me something crazy here? What are the opportunities that, yeah, like now can you act upon this? What's this mean? Bring me your trade proposals here? Or we're going to engage with you? So I'm not sure you're in a listening mode. Okay. I'm sure you've been in a listening mode. At least you should have been. And this is where you have to look at farm systems. Tampa Bay has a great farm system. Dodgers, great farm system. Uh, How's San Francisco's farm system? How are the Padres or the Yankees or whoever else you want to throw in? The Rangers. Rangers got a good farm system. But you got to have a farm system, and you have to have the money. How many teams have that? Because we're talking about, and I was wondering about this. I know Artie Moreno bought the Angels for, what, a million or a billion dollars? Is that right? Uh, years ago. And they're probably worth two and a half billion dollars now. Do I want to have a... Are they worth more if you re-sign Shohei Otani at $600 million? Or is the franchise worth more if you don't have $600 million tied up in one player? They already got all $400 million tied up in uh, Mike Trout. And Anthony Rendon, they got a lot of money tied up in him. But if you want to rebuild... Are you is the franchise? He Artie Moreno wants to sell, or at least has talked about selling the Angels. They seem to be more valuable with Shohei Otani, but not at six hundred million dollars for one guy. All it takes is Tommy John surgery, then he's done for a year. But they're listening; they're in the listening mode. Yes, Paul. Do you think that's a piece of semantics where? If Otani's agent hears this or Otani hears this, we're not shopping you. We're not actively calling anybody. We're in a listening mode if someone calls us because that's just good business. Like this, it seems like a bit of a dance that with this, whatever was leaked to John Morosi, listening mode means we're not shopping anybody. We want to sign you, but we can't prevent our phone from ringing. Yeah, you're, you're in a listening mode. Okay. I mean, that, that's fine. You should be. Yes, it would feel a lot more like they wanted to keep him, though, if they said we're not listening to offers. Ooh. I mean, that that's kind of how you say uh, we want to sign you is by saying we're not listening to offers rather than, yeah, we'd listen. That'd be a lie, though, if they did say that. Because if Shohei Otani's agent wants to take him to market, and I'm the Angels, if, and, and if he said or his, you know, his agent has said, we want to go to market here. Okay, if you want to go to market then we have to entertain the idea of trading them. If you're going to put us in that situation, you know, we, we, want to, we want to keep him here. But we have to be fiscally responsible here. Plus, here's another thing. If you're Otani and you're going to be traded for, 
It's like Carmelo Anthony to a lot lesser degree, but when he was he wanted out of Denver, got a sign and trade. Well, part of that was he went to the Knicks, and then they had to deplete their roster to get him. Whereas LeBron, whenever LeBron leaves, he knows let's don't do a sign and trade because I don't want you to deplete your roster. I'm trying to win championships here. If you're going to trade Otani, and Otani is going to go to a team, and all of a sudden you're wiping out, let, let's say he went to Tampa Bay, and you wipe out your minor league system to get him and then pay him $600 million, he might be right, right back where he was with the Angels, where maybe you, you know your team long-term is not going to be threatening. Now, they're good now, and they're a well-run organization. The Dodgers, you're going to give up your minor league system and probably a couple of players, so you're, you're going to wound your team, and then they got to spend $600 million. Now, the Dodgers do spend money, so they could always try to bring in somebody. There are a couple of people, as they've shown, you know, that they are willing to do that. The Yankees, do they have the farm system? They have the money. And this is something I'll talk to uh, Chris Russo about. He covers baseball for MLB. Yes, Paul? Yeah, based off what you're saying, if you're Otani's agent, you would not, you'll try to stop a trade. I don't know how much power you have to stop a trade, but let's say, let's say hypothetically the Angels and the San Francisco Giants had some type of deal. The Giants can't trade away their whole farm system and good players they have now unless they got an assurance from Otani's agent that he's going to sign long-term there. Then you give the full boat for him. So if the agent doesn't want that and wants to make him a free agent, he just says, I can't assure you guys of anything. And that would probably cool off the trade market. And then you get your client pure free agency, and he can join a team and see what they do in the offseason or dictate what they're going to do in the offseason. And I don't know if this is to force Otani's hand at all to say, hey, you know, we're going to listen. Like if you don't give us any assurances, then we're going to listen here. Um, and they keep losing. You know they're not going to make the playoffs. Trout's not back for a little while. Otani did homer again last night, but you know at some point you have to draw a line in the sand to say we're running a business here. Do I want to be known as the owner who traded away Shohei Otani? No, but I don't want to be known as the owner who didn't get anything for Shohei Otani when he decided to sign with the Dodgers. Yes, Paul. When they do the 10-part 30 for 30, the Angels Ten part of Otani's career should be called Otani Homers in a Loss because that's the most common headline you've seen over the past few years. <laughs> Otani Homers, Angels lose. Some of the other headlines. Wasn't that the Mike Trout story? It was. That was the Trout Sammy Sosa story as well. It was. Uh, some of the other headlines here, DeAndre Hopkins going to the Titans. I have no idea what the Patriots are doing. For a bad offense and you're not improving it, defense is good. You know, what are you? Nine and seven? Ten and seven? No, not even that. Nine and eight. Eight and nine. Yeah, Seaton. Seems like they just didn't want to give him that kind of offer. Yeah, had- I, I, I agree. I do I want to spend that kind of money on DeAndre Hopkins? I don't. But they didn't do any other things to help the roster, it feels like. I mean, is Bill still going with that uh, we sold out thing? I, what did he did like I, yeah, five years ago? Oh, yeah. Six years ago. Yeah, we had to sell out. We sold so out. We could, you know, win championship. Yeah, sell out again, Bill. You got a good roster. You're 71. Does he put him? Well, he's not putting himself in a vulnerable position, I don't think. But, it, you know, it's 71. Let's say they're average. Let's say they're 9-8 and eight or 8-9 eight and nine the, the next two years. You know, then all of a sudden it's like, 
you know, do we need to make a change here? As crazy as that may sound, at some point you might get to, is build the solution or build the problem? Yes, Tom. And several columns have already alluded to the fact that he's not maybe on the hot seat this year, but if at the by the end of this year, if things don't go well going into next year, it's no guarantee that they're going to just welcome him back with open arms to continue coaching. 20-year-old Carlos Alcaraz beats uh, Novak Djokovic in five sets to win his, worst Wimble- uh, win his first Wimbledon. Uh, Messi was introduced in Miami, and uh, it was a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. Huge. But I looked at the stadium and I go, man, how many people do they have there? And then Seton goes, guess how many they seat in that stadium? And I go, 50,000? He goes, no. 60,000? No. No. 70,000? No. And Seton goes, 18,000. Yes. 18,000 were there for Messi. You know what? It looked huge yeah, it and did. it felt huge. Yeah. And it's by far the smallest place he's ever played. <laughs> it looked massive, though. On TV, it looked great. They had the lights going. Oh, it yeah. looked like a huge, huge deal. This can be and it's all yours. 20% of Camp Nou uh, at Barcelona. Yeah. Well, they got him. Messi is there. Yes, yes, Mark. I definitely thought it was at uh, whatever. Joe Robbie Stadium is called now. I definitely thought it was at the Dolphin Stadium. Like, look, they don't even have a regular stadium. They're at the football stadium now. Get up. Messi's <laughs> here. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. They outgrew the other stadium. Yeah. Now they're yes. playing where the Dolphins are playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they have plans, actually, for a new stadium mm. uh, there for Inter-Miami. Yeah. And do you think Messi will still be playing when they get that new stadium? Mm, I don't know. He might be owning his own team by then. Yeah, but. I don't think he'll be there. Yeah, they might give him a Beckham deal. Oh, definitely, yeah. for sure. Here, here you go. You get your own team there. Now, do the other teams in the MLS have to pitch in for Messi? Well, yes, because the MLS is one like single body. So, uh, like, say the teams don't pay players. Teams pay MLS, and then MLS pays. The players, right? So they all basically throw into one big pool, okay. all of the owners. And then that's where <laughs> Messi would theoretically. Right. So like the New England Revolution theoretically are chipping in to pay Lionel Messi. <laughs> I mean, they gave him a percentage of the Apple deal, their streaming deal. They gave him a percentage. They gave him like oh everything you could possibly get to come here. Yeah. And this has been in the works for four years. A couple of phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. James in Cincinnati leads us off this second hour. Hi, James. What up, DP? Hey, bud. Six six foot, a slender 190. So I got a worst and two best for you. My worst of the weekend is uh, Cincinnati Reds, our Reds, uh, getting swept Ouch. by the Brewers, getting yeah. kicked out of first place and scoring three runs in the last four games. Not good. Well, my two best are, uh, first off, getting back from a work trip and my almost three-year-old son telling me he has a girlfriend now. So that's good. <laughs> Shout out, PJ. <laughs> And then my second best is my uh, good friend, uh, shout out Jackson and Jill. He got engaged this week. Uh, Uncle Cooch might need some uh, marriage advice from the boys. Appreciate right. you. Always Thank you, James. Call. Yeah, we're always willing to give advice. Not necessarily good advice, but advice. Uh, Nick in California. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Good morning. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my worst, uh, Saturday took my boys and my dad to the Angels game. Uh, we had planned to go to a car show Sunday morning. So seventh inning, the score is nine to three. 
I'm like, let's go, let's get out of here. I'm on the road, and my buddy who still at the game texts me and says, hey, game just tied 9-9. By the time I got home, Angels had won 13-12. So great comeback. I know they lost yesterday. Uh, but my, uh, my ultimate best is I'm at the game, and I'm sitting in the stands, and everyone's coming up to me, hey, is this section 259? Is this row? I'm like, look at your ticket. <laughs> section row seat. Nachos. See what I did there, Todd? I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Dan. People have a problem finding their seats. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Section row seat. Right there on the ticket. What's the problem? Of course it is. Of course it is. All right. Um, there was a great moment with the Yankees game yesterday against the Rockies. We'll play that for you. Chris Russo will join us on loan from uh, MLB and the Mothership. More of your phone calls as well. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up. Coming up on 17 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Summer's in full swing, and that means time to fire up the Traeger grill and get cooking. Traeger.com, they have everything you're looking for. If you want to go next level cooking, then go Traeger, okay? Because... If you want to try new recipes, the all-new Ironwood, I love it. They launched that earlier this year, loaded with new features there. Precision temperature control, customizable accessory rail, grilling light, meat probes, pellet sensor, Wi-Fi connectivity. It's wonderful. It's great. But to me, the Flat Rock Flat Top Grill is the MVP of the summer. you got three different individual heating zones there. Whatever you grill, whatever you want to grill on, the controls will be simple and convenient, allowing you to impress your guest, and you can't really screw it up. They have step-by-step recipes at Traeger.com. So come on into the Traeger hood, and don't forget, use DP Show at checkout. That will get you free shipping. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ before we get to Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Watching the Yankees yesterday, and I tuned in in the ninth inning, and this is what I heard. Treyo, 120 at-bats, does not have a home run this year. So that's John Flaherty on the call on Yes Network. And I'm thinking, as soon as he said it, and I go, I didn't even have time to go, oh, no, you don't want to say that. It was just like he said it, and I go, boom, gone. What's a bigger disappointment in New York? The Yankees who are now in last place or the Mets under 500? Chris Mad Dog Russo joining us. He brings you high heat on MLB Network. Let me start there, Chris. Bigger disappointment in New York, the Yankees or the Mets? Yeah, very good to be on, Dan. You know, we love you. I would definitely say the Mets because the Yankees have the excuse with Judge that's 16 and 19 without him. So as a result, I think a lot and Rondon didn't pitch. And uh, I think that uh, at the end of the day, I still think people think the Yankees will be okay. Uh, I think the Mets are a colossal flop. I mean, let's be honest. They haven't gotten great starting pitching, uh, especially out of the big two, although Scherzer was good yesterday, but a little late. Uh, they're inconsistent offensively. There's seven or eight games out of uh, below 500. And remember about the Mets, most Met fans are Jets fans. So the Mets season is over. I mean, the Jets start camp this week with Aaron Rodgers, and they play the Browns in the Hall of Fame game. Nobody is going to care about the Mets at all the next two and a half months. I mean, all right, they pay attention at the deadline if they make some trades. I heard you talking about that a few minutes ago. But the Mets season, they're not winning. Obviously, they're 30 games behind Atlanta, and they're not going to make the playoffs of the wild card. The Yankees could still easily make the playoffs as a wild card. So I think the Mets, as of right now, off last year, 
Verlander, the owner's got more money than God. They got a $360 million payroll. They're much more disappointed. Is this owner getting a hall pass, Steve Cohen, with yes. the Mets? Yes. Does he deserve a hall pass? I Right now he does. Yeah. He's at least uh, spending. Think, yeah. If I'm a Mets fan, he's trying, right. which is what you want. 100%. Plus, DeGrom, he left, but DeGrom then hurts his arm. So people can't kill him about letting DeGrom walk because he's got his second Tommy John. He brought Verlander in. Most Mets fans didn't have a problem with that. He lost Diaz. Uh, you know, a lot of these uh, versatile role players, the Canas, the Martes, the third baseman, haven't hit nearly as well. Alonzo's hitting 200. He gets a pass. I think the GM gets a little grief, and Epler. I think Buck will get a little grief. But I do think the fact that the owner is a breath of fresh air, hasn't gone off the deep end with moves and moaning and groaning about the manager and everything else, and a $355 million payroll, he just bought the team. The owner gets a complete pass. On the other side of the coin, I think the Yankee fan, Cashman's been there for 25 years. Whether he's done a great job, so-so job, he's been there 25 years with success, but that's a long time to be a general manager of a team in New York. 25 years, and they haven't been in a World Series in 14 years, and people are down on Boone. I mean, Boone's been there since 2018, and they have not been to a World Series. They fired the previous manager, who has been there about the same amount of time and won a World Series. So that's some of the issues with Boone. I think people go down on those two. But as far as Cohen is concerned, Dan, you know the New York fan. I think most Met fans, after Wilpon, likes Cohen as his owner. What would be bigger to the city, the Jets winning the Super Bowl or the Knicks winning the NBA Finals? Jets. The Jets. I mean, uh, football is bigger than basketball. Um, uh, I understand that a lot of New York fans like the football giants and there's no Nets fans. So there's more of a New York Knit fandom. They they dominate the market much more than, say, the Jets do because of the Giants. But I think the Jets, they've been basically useless since 1969. Rodgers is a huge player. Football is a far bigger sport. Um, I don't think – and plus the expectation level. I think there's an expectation level with the Jet fan, with Rodgers. Most people realize the Knicks have gotten better. But they're a second-round playoff team. And so the they don't expect them to win. A, and they're not going to win an NBA championship. I think the expectation level for the Jets is much higher, which then increases the juice if they win. So I think the Jets are a much bigger story. I, mean, I think the Jets are the biggest story in New York right now as far as winning. I think if the Jets win, it will be bigger than any other team winning. Giants, Mets, Rangers. I think if the Met Jets win it all, that's a huge story in the fall in New York. Chris Mad Dog Russo, host of Mad Dog Unleashed on Sirius XM High Heat on MLB Network. You a Aaron Rodgers guy? Uh, yeah, I, I love Rodgers' game. I think that, um, you know, he hasn't been great in the postseason. He's coming off a so-so year. Was not great against the Lions the year before San Francisco. Uh, he's good to the media. Uh, he gives you, he, he comes on. He's not afraid to talk. I think he thinks he's smarter than everybody in the room. So I think that bothers some people sometimes. He thinks he's smarter than you. Uh, but, uh, you know, he seems to have embraced being a Jet. He seems to understand a bit of the Jet history. Now, he's been all over the place. Ranger games, Nick <laughs> games, Taylor Swift. He's trying to get him, he's trying to get himself immersed in the New York culture. 
Uh, but I think that uh, he Chris, Chris, he was stuck in Green Bay for 15 years. He needed 100%. to get out and do some so- <laughs> <laughs> things socially. <laughs> uh, Swift is not going to Lambo. 100% right. uh, so from that standpoint, I think that uh, he's done everything good for, since he's been here. He showed up at OTAs, which is helpful. And the Jet fan is so psyched to be relevant. So psyched to be in a postseason scenario, and they should be. And with Wilson, Garrett Wilson, and with obviously, uh, you know, signing the defensive lineman this week twice, the running back comes back. I mean, they bring in Lazard. They they should be. He's here. They brought in Hackett to help them. They should have a good year. Now, the Jets always have a black cloud, so let's not go crazy. But the Jets should be, what, 11-6, and 12-5? Right in the mix for a division with Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, should be a playoff team. A lot of teams make the postseason. And then it's a crapshoot. Burrow, Mahomes, who knows? But they should be a factor in 2020. I'd be shocked if they're not. They should have a good team. Back to baseball. John Morosi from uh, MLB Network says the Angels are now in a listening mode with Shohei Otani trade inquiries. I don't know what that means. You're in a listening means nothing. Okay. Right. I mean, what does that mean? Uh, sure. If the guy calls up and says, I'll give you my whole roster for him, uh, you, you know, you'd have to listen. I don't think the owner's trading him. I really don't. The Angels are done. We know that. They're finished. Uh, but I, I don't think that owner who's been there forever, if he leaves as a free agent and you put a $40 million dollar offer on the table and he leaves, you won't get destroyed. If you don't, um, if you trade him, you're going to get killed like Frazee uh, did with the Red Sox back with Ruth. Uh, what are you going to get for him anyway? You know, you get a couple of prospects. Everybody who brings him in knows he's just a rental. Even if he goes to the Dodgers and you don't want to trade him to L.A., why would you want to trade him to the Dodgers? I mean, you know, they're 30 miles away. The Giants, I don't think, are going to spend, are going to trade for him. Nor do I think Texas will. So, a not trading the Yankees got enough issues. The Mets aren't in the mix right now. So, I don't think the, uh, you're going to get enough back anyway to make it worth your while. I mean, I, I know you get a couple of prospects back, but again, with home, him only being maybe available for a couple of months with that franchise, and I know the Dodgers, I know Texas, I know the Giants, I would be really surprised if Otani is not an angel after July 31st. Now, I don't think he's going to sign there, yeah. but I would be surprised if they trade him. I really would. I don't think it's a story. Better for baseball if he stays or if he's traded? Uh, traded. Because you want him in the playoffs, you know, and he's not going to stay there long term. So he's not going to be there next year. So you want him in the postseason and baseball has some issues with its postseason. Then it's always up against football, which is tricky. You got games on FS1. You know, you can never find them. You know, we've got, we go through this all the time. Plus you got Tampa, the, the twins, you know, Milwaukee, you know, you, you don't have the Mets, you don't have the Cubs, you know, you may not have the Yankees. So, I mean, Red Sox, probably not. So you don't have a lot of those big teams and you may not have Otani. So if Otani gets traded to a big team and they make the playoffs, he's eyeballs to the set and they need that. So I think baseball, if they traded him to a team that's going to be in the postseason, I think that's good for the game. You need to see, you need to see Otani in October. Yeah, no. That's why he has to look around and go, what is Mike Trout's career other than he's been in a, a playoff game and he's he's gone to the Hall of Fame, he's been an MVP, but 
that was nine years ago that he was in a playoff, or ten years ago he was in a playoff. And Otani has to look around going, I'm going to get paid a lot of money, but nobody's going to see me. Exactly right. And I don't want to hear about people wondering going about Trout, because Trout signed two long-term contracts with the Angels. He signed one three years ago, and Bet signed with the Dodgers. He easily could have played out the string and gone to a team that's got pitching that will win every year. Phillies. And he didn't. He took the $420 million and stayed with the Angels. So this idea that we got to have a pity party for Trout, oh, we never see him in October, what a disgrace. Hold on now. He could have been in October. He could have left the Angels, who haven't been, as you said, have not been a huge factor for a long period of time. And he decided to stay. So I can't feel sorry for Trout's lot in life because he could have left. Otani, I think Otani is, you know, at the end of the day, I think there's three teams. I think Seattle's sneaky. I think they could get him. Uh, and next year, I think the Giants are a possibility, and I think the Dodgers. I think those are the three teams full time at the end of the day. I don't think it's going to the East Coast. Before I let you go, 60 seconds to talk Wimbledon, if you would like. Oh, was, uh, you know, one of the glorious finals you're ever going to see. Both players played great. Uh, had Evan flow to the match. Uh, Alcarez is going to win 10 to 20 majors easy in his career. Um you know, uh, Djokovic missed a swinging volley there in that fifth set tie break, in that fifth set when he had a break point at 1-1. But it was a win for tennis, Dan. You know, five hours back and forth. Djokovic is better when he's got an opponent because then it's a great uh, contrast in styles. And I think with the bad weather in the Northeast yesterday, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't have some people watching. And it was good for the sport. And Alcaraz is something. I mean, let's face it. I mean... He does it all. I mean, as Djokovic said in his post-match, he said he's a combination of Federer and, and, and Nadal. That's how good Alcarez is. He's won two majors by the time he's 20. He's going to play 16 years. Djokovic is going to retire sooner or later. Who the hell is going to beat him? He's going to win 20 majors, this guy. He's that good. So it was good for the sport. Loved it. Fun to watch. Uh, Chris uh, heads up Mad Dog Sports Radio on Sirius XM and uh, Mad Dog Unleashed. That's uh, three to seven every day. I believe it's still three. To, are you one three from to th- three, to, three six. to six? Oh, you're yeah. mailing it in. You're only doing three hours. Only doing three. Thank God. Uh, and and you're going to the Jersey Shore uh, bar A bar anticipation in New Jersey. What the hell are you doing in Jersey? Well, you know it's funny. I did that show at bar A way back in the WFAN days, long before nine eleven. I would go, you know, Friday in the summertime. It's a big bar. It's about a block about three or four blocks in the ocean in Belmar. Uh, it's a little right near Spring Lake. And I had a good time. Band, Southside Johnny, and everything else. And then I left FAN, and I have not been. And I, I mailed in my resignation from the Bar A on a Thursday night because I didn't have a fax machine. So I went to Bar A as I was at the church ashore to mail in my resignation when I, could, when I went to Sirius, uh, you know, 14 years ago. So I have not been back, and Sirius and Bar A made a deal. I'm going to go August 4th, 3 to 7, on a Friday afternoon in three weeks. So we'll Okay, wait a minute. Did you, did you announce your resignation the way Pat Riley did when he – didn't he fax in his he resume sure to did. the Knicks? Yes, he did. Pat has never spoken to me since. Yes, I did. They, they, uh, uh, FAN wanted to get that done immediately, and in that letter, I was not allowed to go work at ESPN Radio. So in the resignation letter – to get it in, I had to indicate, and I was going to go to Sirius anyway. I wasn't going to, that I was not allowed to be on the air mm-hmm. at ESPN. 
So they wanted that ASAP. So that is why I ran to bar a, as I was at the Jersey Shore for a summer, and I got that resignation. So now I go back, first time in 14 years. Have you had, have you had Springsteen on your show? Uh, I have had him on once, Super Bowl, when he did halftime, Arizona-Pittsburgh. Okay. You remember in Tampa? Yeah. Had him on for about 15 minutes. That's it. Nobody else. And he's not a big sports guy. No. Likes baseball, though. Big baseball fan. Okay, but do you have a problem with he could throw that speedball by you, make you look like a fool? I mean, speedball? Glory days. Yeah, glory days. You know, the speedball should be the, called the fastball. Yeah. Stan, you don't like the vernacular. Uh, yeah, I, I listen. Is he going to break down like you and I can? <laughs> like the 27 Yankees? But, but somebody's got to say. I mean, nobody. a speedball is what killed John Belushi. Like, I don't need that. That's not a baseball right. I, it's not a baseball reference. Uh, I guess I'll give him a pass because it's part of the song. Fogarty, center field. Yes. I, uh, those, uh, those, uh, those lyrics better, a little more baseball oriented. I don't even know. No, no. Fogarty, he loves baseball. He watches. Oh, he oh loves baseball. Loves baseball. Watches oh, it every does. night. Yes, he does. Oh, he watches every night. Doesn't yes, he, he loves oh. baseball. By the way, there's one song that I can't stand that Springsteen sings. What's that? Because I don't get people excited over Hungry Heart when he's got a wife and kids in Baltimore, Jack, and then all of a sudden he leaves them, and people are, you know, they're having a damn good time that he just left his his wife and his kids, Chris. It's a good point, and that's a he does that song in Baltimore all the time. Uh, that was, if I'm not mistaken, Hungry Heart. It might be one of his most best selling singles oh. when that came out. You know, whenever it was, 1980, 81. Uh, did you see him on this tour? I did not. Um, Are you going to see him? I would like to. I just don't like the hassle of getting to a show. Pain in the neck. Yeah. Well, you got Mohegan's son. You got Albany. He hasn't played those two spots yet. I want to go see Taylor Swift before I want to see Spring. I've seen and you Bruce. haven't seen her yet either. Is yeah. she going to Boston? Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked the schedule, but I've seen Bruce a few times and always enjoyed it. So you've been part of that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I saw him twice. I saw him in Boston and I saw him at, in York on the 14th. And I'll go again. Uh, you know, did you hear him with Howard? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard that interview. And you liked it, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah he did a good job. Yeah. He did a good job. Um, yeah, I will... Uh, you know, I see him for a third time. I have I, my daughter went to Taylor Swift at the at, at MetLife. Yeah, loved it. She went there at MetLife, and you heard about the issue this week at Denver because she was there when the Yankees were there the same weekend. You knew that, right? I'm sure you saw that. <laughs> Who's having a better year though, Taylor or the Yankees? Obviously, Taylor. I swear, and the Yankees they can't lose enough for me. Like, only five, six, ten, <laughs> over five hundred. Keep on losing. <laughs> Uh, Taylor was in Boston a couple of months ago, I'm being told. Oh, so you missed her. Yeah, I missed her. I know Springsteen's playing Foxborough. You know that, right? Yeah, I don't know. Why don't you go? You like that. Why don't you go? I, it's a hassle. You you know that one road in, one oh, road that's out at Foxborough. Like, why don't you go to Mohegan Sun? Yeah, maybe. Why not? It's, but he's going to play have... Hungry Heart, and everybody's going to be cheering no, that he's he leaving won't... his wife and kids. He only played Hungry Heart on this tour in Baltimore. It's been the same 27 songs. You will not hear that if that bothers you so much. It does. And by the way, Growing Up and She's the One are my two favorite Springsteen songs. 
He'll get she's the one. He has not played grown up yet. Well, I you saw know, him on Broadway. Playing. When he did Broadway. Oh, he did some on Broadway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, he does not play Rosalita in Europe, and he plays Rosalita in the United States. Did you know that? I that's did not. I did not know that. Yeah, so that seems that he, he has not played it in Europe at all. Are you listed as a Springsteen insider? Uh, I used to be, more so. Okay. You know, whenever I saw him for the first time in 1978, um, and I saw him twice that summer, and I took a blind date Ooh. at Madison Square Garden. I got lottery. I got tickets through the lottery. So I saw him at the Garden in August of 78. He played five nights. I saw him on a Saturday night. I took the Long Island Railroad in, and I had a blind date. Didn't amount to anything, but I went in, and you know where he was on the Monday night after he played four nights at the New Haven Coliseum. <laughs> well, he was an animal back then. Oh, he did. I'll give you another one that's funny. I saw him one night in Lakeland, Florida, in February of 83. No, I'm sorry, 81. You know where he was the night before in Lakeland? So he plays Lakeland like on a Tuesday night. On Monday night, he was in Starkville, Mississippi, not Mississippi City. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, uh, you're great. Oh, no days off for Brucey and those days. You know, no, no, just like you. Uh, hey, great to talk to you, Chris. Love you, Danny. Thank you, buddy. That's Mad Dog Russo joining us. We'll take a break. Best and worst right after this. Every great day starts the night before. You could tell by the energy with Mad Dog Russo. He got a great night's sleep. Probably has his sleep number bed. Sleep number, mine's 75. They're smart beds that learn how you sleep. So then you learn to sleep better. How about that? Every great day starts the night before. They have adjustable firmness on each side. They also have something for your partner if they snore. If you sleep too hot or too cold. Temperature adjusting beds and bedding to help you sleep through the night. Trouble falling asleep, they have tips for that as well. They got it all. Now, when you go in, ask these questions. Ask about your sleep number. Ask about Sleep IQ. Also, ask about the latest sale. Save $1,200 right now on Sleep Number's most popular 360 smart bed, plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. That's sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. See store for details and tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Okay. All right, Marvin. Thank you. He's got hundreds of songs that I love. He's got one that I hate, Hungry Heart. But just the audience, you know, the way it's written, it, it's a cheery, I just left my wife and kids. <laughs> Never went back. Yeah. Come on, get up. <laughs> yes, Tom. Madrug really wants you to uh, go see him. Yeah. Got Bohagan's son, Albany there. You got a couple of shots at him. I would like to see Springsteen. I don't like the hassle of going to a concert. I went to see... Tom Petty, uh, this is probably the year he died, and I, uh, Joe Walsh was the warm-up. And I wanted to go see Joe Walsh, too, one of the great guitar players. Now he's in the Eagles. The traffic was so bad, I got there right as Joe Walsh was ending. And I got to see one song with him, and then I got to see Tom Petty, thankfully. But it just, going to a... These shows or a sporting event, it just, when you're younger, you put up with a lot of stuff. When you get to be older, you're like, oh, God, I got to pee, you know? <laughs> Can we pull over? They're smoking too much pot around me. Yes, Tom. And you leave several hours in advance and it's still not good enough. Yes. By the time you get to those last couple of miles, you're crawling, and that takes like another hour and a half. And then you're like, let's just pull over. We'll walk to the venue. Yes, Paul. All right, if you guys had tickets, let's say Springsteen or whatever you wanted to see this summer, would you rather have up front, close, they have that kind of pit standing room yeah. area they have yeah. now, yeah. or would you want air-conditioned skybox way far away, though? I'd rather be in the mosh pit. Yeah? Yeah. I would have thought you'd... No, if I'm going, I want to go. I don't want to be up in a suite. 
I don't want to do any of that. I, I, ne- I never enjoyed that. I like being there, right, right in the middle of everything. You want to be able to see it, feel it, experience it. Smell it. Yes. <laughs> uh, smelly people. Yeah. I, I can appreciate that, that experience, but there's something about the food and drink and the air conditioning and you got the TVs and you could still see well, what's going on. Well, then stay at home. Got a clean yeah, bathroom and but stuff. But then stay at home. Yeah, but you're still in the venue and all that. You're still walking No, you're around. not. It's not the same. Not getting claustrophobic people on top. Well, of no, it's thing. not for you. I know that. But if I was going, I would want to. If I went to see Taylor Swift, I'd want to be right there in front. You want to see the whole thing? Yes, yes, Mark. If it's somebody that gave you like free seats, all right, then I can go up in the suite or whatever. But if it's somebody you really want to see in concert, yeah. then you're right down there with with everyone else. Uh, best and worst, Caleb in Portland. Caleb, thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend. Okay. Hey, 510-220. I was calling in double best and a worst. Uh, best hit my 390 bench press. Whoa. Second best. Yeah, no, it's getting up there. Almost at 405. Uh, second best because uh, my little boy turned three this weekend, so we had a good week weekend at the pool. But the worst was uh, I've been sober for like two weeks now because I'm out of moonshine. Oh, okay. Out, man. okay. I'm dying. All right. If you're signed up for the newsletter, I'll give you a little hint here. If you're signed up for the newsletter, go to danpatrick.com. doesn't cost you anything. We just give you updates. You'll find out about the moonshine before anybody else, okay? And it's going to happen here real soon. Very soon. Watermelon moonshine at some point this week. But sign up for the newsletter. You'll get the uh, first opportunity. And once again... When they sell out, they sell out. That's it. Uh, and these things usually sell out in about 15 minutes. But uh, Watermelon Moonshine uh, will be available at some point this week, and you'll first hear about it if you're signed up for the newsletter. Stat of the Day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up next hour. By the way, I did see the movie Outlaws with uh, Adam Devine. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is in that. Some laugh out. There's some laugh out loud moments in there. Lil Rel is in it, and uh, there is. A, oh, he's a, good. I like Lil Rel. There's a reference to Dan Marino, and an orgy in the in the movie. Okay. <laughs> so Marino's not in the movie, but do you have to clear it with Dan Marino if you're going to use his name and say that he was in an orgy <laughs> with Adam Devine's mother? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Comedic license. Well. Adam Sandler produced the movie. I don't know if Sandman had to reach out to Dan Marino to say we're going to use you as a reference point. Uh, Danny Boyd. Two hours in the books, one more to go on this Monday. Back with our best and worst after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.